What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Hero in Review. Uh, again, my name is Andrew, and I'm only one person of the Friends Don't Lie podcast. Uh, so, Friends Don't Lie, for those who don't know, maybe you do, a quick overview. We are basically an in-review podcast, but uh, ultimately, we are three friends sitting around a table discussing everything that we love in pop culture, um, movies, TV shows, video games, maybe you know, books as well. Everything that we love, and we come down and sit um, around the table and discuss it. Uh, we got the idea. Obviously, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and uh, we all love that show. So that was the beginning of that. Um, but Stranger Things is on hold right now after season three, and really, as I'm recording this episode, uh, it's this time last year, season three just dropped. So happy one year anniversary to, uh, you know, Stranger Things season three and just how amazing that show was and, uh, watching a little bit this weekend and just like, man, I miss it. Uh, July, 2019, this back then was a very, very different July, 2009 or 2020 that we have this year. But regardless, uh, what a great time that was. And really, I mean, awesome is it's on Netflix and we can watch it whenever we want. Uh, so, but again, uh, this is Friends Don't Lie, and my name is Andrew, and today we are talking about uh, My Hero. And last week, uh, we I reviewed and talked about season, uh, season one, episode one, so this is episode two, so if you've missed that, uh, you can bookmark this, download it, and come back and watch it later, and I hope you enjoy this show like I do. Uh, man, this is one of my quickly becoming one of my favorite TV shows. Um, really kind of the first anime show that I've ever really watched. Uh, starting to get into anime a lot more as well because of this show. And so really, really enjoy it. Uh, and so a segment that I started last week uh, that I wanted to continue is kind of like, Andrew, what have you been playing? Uh, and so we talked about it a lot on the podcast. If you watch the main podcast on Thursdays, uh, which is we are doing Avatar in review. I don't know if I said that, but uh, yeah, we as a full podcast are, are reviewing Avatar The Last Airbender in review. And uh, one thing that I brought up that me and Abby discussed, and uh, we talked about The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I have finished The Last of Us Part Two, and man, let me tell you guys, what a game. I don't think I've ever played a game quite like this, uh, that there's... Um, just so much going on at the same time, and I don't want to recap too much because we talked about it on Thursday. You can check that podcast out. But as far as the ending of it, of just the story, there are, there's one thing I will say. There's a lot of hate right now because of a certain character and what happens to them. And uh, But if you play this game from beginning to end, and you've played the first one, and you see where Naughty Dog, which is the developer of this game, the creators of this game, and where they take you, I just cannot understand of how you would still be um, upset. I mean, I guess I can see how you'd be upset because it is a beloved character and things that happen. But you see the journey that you go on, the journey of Ellie and the journey of other characters, and you see the way that the story wraps together. There's so much symbolism um, and just so many great themes. It's, it is is undoubtedly the darkest video game that I've ever played. Um, but there's also the one of the stories is one of the best that I've ever played. You see just how obsession and revenge and all these things can take you down this path that you don't want to go, 
but you can also see the aspects of maybe it takes us to hit rock bottom before we realize that we need to find forgiveness, that we need to look for the light, that we need to look for different things. And so, man, if you're, um, you have a PlayStation and uh, you are looking for a game, like I cannot recommend this game enough. I know we talked about it last week, but man, just finishing it this weekend and uh, seeing the way the journey takes you. And there are parts of this game towards the end, you guys, where I was just literally saying out loud, I was like, no, like, I was like, I don't want to do this. I can't believe this is happening. And there's not many games that are not many pieces of media or a movie or TV shows, and, and maybe they're good at this too, but you just like are saying to the screen, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And to see the way they end it, and they end it such a perfect way. And if you're wondering, man, I can't believe you know, uh, that this happened to this character and and uh, because I'm not going to play it now because of this, I would, man, highly recommend you to to look past that and to pick up this game and because it's such, such a special game uh, for the acting and the graphics and all that. And so, man, like, I know we're probably going to talk about it again because I want to see where Abby's at um, as well. But, man, it is so, so, so good. Uh, and so speaking of anime, like I said earlier, uh, we... Uh, because of my hero, I've been getting into more anime, and this is something that I'll shout out to Ethan, who's another person in the podcast. He started reading, or uh, he started watching, sorry, uh, Death Note, and Death Note is another popular um, anime as well, and also a manga, and manga is a, the Japanese uh, comic book, uh, and so, well, I am becoming such a fan of my hero that I started, I was like, man, I want to know what happens, and so I've downloaded the manga of my hero and of what happens after season four which is the most current season of my hero and i'm i'm like caught up now and uh, so it's kind of cool to know what is coming and what's coming ahead and everything which is pretty awesome but at the same time now there's just this wait like waiting for the next volume to drop waiting for the next season to drop for my hero so i was like well man if other mangas or other animes are so good like i should check it out so i took a on Ethan's advice and a leap of faith, and I downloaded Volume One of Death Note. Um, and guys, it is really, really, really good. Uh, Death Note is basically uh, a a story of of, of there's like these uh, creatures, these gods of death. I know that sounds like, and it's a little darker than my hero and other things, so just keep that in mind. But it's still TV fourteen, uh, so it doesn't get too crazy. But uh, the the gods of death. Um, and uh, I feel if I remember right, the god the god of death. That's the main one of the main characters is uh, Ryuko, uh, Ryuku, uh, and uh, he drops this book called the Death Note. And when the Death Note drops onto the Earth, um, it it can be picked up by a human, it can be picked up. And so what you do is you get the the Death Note, you open it, and when you write someone's name, uh, that they die. And so you can write specific, like, if you don't, if you write someone's name, but you don't say, like, how they died, like, so-and-so gets killed by a car accident or or whatever, then in 40 seconds, then that person dies from a heart attack. And so you, this high school uh, senior grabs it, and he's really, really brilliant, and so it's all by chance. So far, we'll see um, if there's anything more to that. But by chance, he's the Death Note drops to where it was, and he picks it up, and he figures it out. And once you touch the Death Note, once you use the Death Note, then you can see the God of Death, a uh, little G. 
Um, and so he writes criminals, and he's doing things for good, in quotations, uh, for uh, people that that are criminals and, and, and all these different things. And so there's a lot. And so he's writing it, and then they die, and then eventually the world kind of figures out what's happening, and then there's this investigator name goes by the name L. He has a real name, but he goes by L, and he's figuring out who this person is that has that is killing all these people. They don't know about the death note. And surprisingly, like there's all these twists and turns that I want to get into, but I highly recommend it. The show is also on Netflix um, as well, and you can watch it. Uh, the, it's only one season, but I feel like the, from what I saw, the manga goes to like 12 volumes, which I feel like is longer than one season. Uh, but as far as a uh, reading it is surprisingly so, so good and so well written and you hear that premise and you're just like man like okay that sounds pretty you know basic but to see the where the twists and turns and i want to spoil some of them but i won't but uh you can watch the show that obviously again way different tone than my hero than other things but uh definitely still entertaining um and so the you know this introduction into the world of anime is going pretty good so far and uh, doing some research with maybe some other ones to start watching or to start reading um, after Death Note. But man, highly recommend Death Note as well. And so, well, let's transition into the episode. So again, this is basically a, we're, we walk through, I'm going to walk through a recap of the episode and kind of discuss and talk about some things that I notice. Uh, and so today we, I'm discussing or we're reviewing Season 1, Episode 2 and what it takes to be a hero. And man, I totally forgot even getting caught up with the the anime and watching the season four uh, to where it's currently out of like how much happens in this episode and just how good even these uh, first two episodes are. And a lot of a lot of shows when you get to the first season, you you're like, eh, is a show all right? Or, you know, a lot of people will tell you like you need to, you know, press through the first season. Then it gets really good season two. But man, this show gets good right away. Um, and so this is before the title sequence uh, that this show has, and a lot of animes have, um, but especially My Hero. Uh, they they speak, they take special care into their opening sequence, is what I call it, with the song and the animations, and it's really, really cool. Uh, and then we see a quick recap. We see All Might in his video. He's carrying all these people, and young Midoriya is watching, and, and All Might says, Hope is a ride because I'm here. And like that's his go-to line because he is the symbol of peace. Um and uh, then we hear Midoriya's voiceover. Midoriya is, is saying that you know that if never he's never had a power. Everyone thinks I'm useless. You know, despite everything that is told him, he everyone has told him no that he cannot be a hero, and he wants to know just like we saw last week. Excuse me, that he he's asking All Might up on the roof. He said, "Can I be a hero?" He has to ask. He wants All Might to answer, and uh, and so as he is about to answer him, All Might gets cut off because he starts powering down, which we're going to see in a second. And as he's powering down, Midori is speaking out loud, but he's not looking at All Might. And he knows, I want everyone to see a fearless, you know, I want to have a fearless smile just like you. And then uh, we see the real All Might, which is not the humongous six foot, seven foot tall man. And that was ripped to this very small and frail person. And something is very, very wrong. And Midoriya screams. And as he's screaming, it goes into the opening title sequence. Um, and uh, so we'll skip through that. Uh, but as the title sequence, and it shows the name of the episode, we see the bottle. And the bottle is what All Might have put the villain in. And if you remember from last week, 
and it's just hanging on the side of the road, and he, like, wakes up. He's like, what is happening? Uh, and then Bakugo and his goons is what I'm calling them. They they walk by, and just, you know, a lot of chance in these, uh, or was it chance, uh, in these first opening sequence and first two episodes. And we see this quick flashback that he's still mad at Midoriya, regardless of his dream. Bakugo has this thing against Midoriya that we don't really know why, but he doesn't really like him. He doesn't... He, you know, Midori doesn't give up. He wants to be a hero regardless of what's happening. He has so many strikes against him, but Midori is not going to give up. And for some reason, Bakugo can't stand that. You know, he doesn't, he can't stand Midori's spirit, his spirit to be good, his spirit to achieve his dreams regardless of what's happening versus Bakugo who's been given everything, but he looks down and judges Midori because of that. And uh, and so it's really just interesting dynamic. Whereas we will see Midoriya looks. You can tell him from the first episode that Midoriya looks up to Bakugo, wants to be like him, but Bakugo looks down on him. And so they have this interesting clash um, already. And uh, he, we see his friends, and they they're like, we should go to the arcade. And then they said, well, let's sneak into the bar. But I really like this, and you can quickly pass by. Bakugo says they're idiots. You know, it's like if they get caught. Then he's like, there's no way I'm going to know. I'm, no way that UA, which is the high school, the hero high school that everyone wants to go to, uh, will let him in. And I really like this, that they're already showing that Bakugo is not like this uh, dumb jock. Uh, he's a jerk, obviously, but he knows what he wants and he's passionate about it. And so you kind of see that even we don't know much about him right now. Uh, but then we see the sludge villain. And as he appears, it goes cuts back to Midoriya. Still screaming, uh, if he's been screaming for like 10 minutes now, uh, which is probably true. And uh, he's like, I want to know where All Might went. And remember, Midori is the biggest fan of All Might. And then he's seeing Midori like this, and this is complete shock to him as well. And then the blood comes out of his mouth All Might as, it, as it flows down, and so it freaks him out even more. But then All Might says something that's profound. He says, there's plenty of fear behind that smile. And then we see, we get the backstory that um, All Might shows Midoriya's wound and it, it looks like his body is caved in and like things are missing and things are missing because the organs that were uh, in his body were destroyed by this fight that, um, you know, I'm skipping ahead that a lot of people don't know about. And uh, because of that, he can only do work about three hours a day. Um, and so that fight was deadly. And so we kind of, you know, when I was watching this for the first time, I was like, what is that fight? And I want to know more about that. And uh, and so he says the line that he answers Midori's question. He kind of, we finally get to it. Uh, he says, some, villain, some villains can't be beaten without a quirk. So his answer is no to Midori. That, and of course, Midori is just crushed in this moment. Absolutely crushed. Uh and uh, he says the line, it's not bad to have a dream, young man. Just make sure your dreams are realistic. And uh, it's like, man, you know, crushes Midoriya. But, you know, you can look at that and be like, well, is All Might being mean? But no, he's being realistic. And at least Midoriya kind of can grieve, but can have, I guess, eventually have peace of like, you know what? Like I can kind of move on from this, all this obsession and not in a bad way, but just obsession is pursuing his dream you know, and he he wants Midori to, to use all that passion, that energy to something that he can achieve. Um, and, uh, and All Might leaves the top of the roof and Midori's just kind of standing there crushed. But as he's All Might's walking down, he realized that he doesn't have the bottle with the villain anymore. And then he sees an explosion in the distance. Then they come back to Midori and he says, man, like, 
he hears the explosion as well, and he's running down to leave, but then he remembers what All Might said. And, uh, and so it's just kind of crushing and just a reminder something, you know, that he wanted, he wanted so bad, he's passionate about, but then in the moment that, you know, it was happening again, he reminds himself like, oh yeah, this isn't for me. Like I can't, I can't do it. Um, and it's kind of, it's, it's very sad if you think about it. And, uh, but, uh, you know, at least it's kind of something that Midori knows now, uh, and uh, they show the next scene. All my is running towards the explosion, and like, dude, when he shows up, uh, he looks worn out, and you can tell like this this body, his real with this, um, you know, uh, thing that happened to him, it greatly just messed him up, and that he can only really do three hours of work a day, and that's it. And so he's not the same All Might that we see on that. Something has happened, uh, but he has to keep it secret. Uh, because he wants the world to know that they're safe. And not only that, for the villains to also be scared. And so it's an interesting uh, dichotomy that he's in as well. Uh, but so we finally get to see what's happening in the explosion. And of course, no one is surprised that is the villain. But now he's holding Bakugo. Uh, and uh, just like he was Midori as well. But Bakugo was putting up a fight. And again, yeah, like uh, Abby, who was telling me that she watched the episode for the first time, she sounded nasty this villain is and and you know now that i think back thinking back on it most of the villains that we see in the show are pretty normal normalish looking and this villain is not like this villain is nasty this sludge villain such an interesting um you know type of villain for the very very first episodes for people to see and for people to read but you know it, it works because no one can help him right and all these villains are, are all these heroes um are coming up to him and, and Bakugo is using explosions and Midori was about to quickly, he, he had probably had a few seconds left and he was going to die, but Bakugo is holding his own. So we see again that Bakugo is very, very powerful. Uh, and he, again, he, like he's, he's determined to not die right now. Uh, and like I said, the other heroes show up and they can't get to him. You know, Mount Lady, her fear, she doesn't have a two lane road to work or something, which I thought was funny. Uh, and then also, uh, there's like a fire hydrant, you know, like a firefighter type one. And then there's the tree guy that we see from the first one. I forget his name, but he can't because of, there's fire everywhere, uh, because of the explosion. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. And then they show all might again and he does look winded and he sees, he sees the villain and we hear his voice kind of like we've been hearing Midori's and he says he's pathetic. He's messed up. And, uh, then they show Midori again. He's walking with his journal clearly, uh, kind of depressed, clearly sad for what is happening. And, uh, and he says out, we hear his thoughts and he says deep down, he knew all along and like, he's an idiot, you know, but then he's, he kind of subconsciously walks to see what happens. And he even gets onto himself about that. You know, he says like, did I just subconsciously, am I like, do I love to see myself get hurt or do, am I just so obsessed that I can't move on and, and everything. And I, and I just thought it's interesting of like, man, how many times do we do that to ourselves? Like even this week is just like, we like beat ourselves up in our heads for things that are just like not even worth it. You know, like Midori's doing this moment and just do that all the time as well. Uh, but he sees a sludge villain and he realizes, oh crap, like I'm the reason or probably not the reason, like all my to pro hero, he could have kept it going, but Midori hanging on him like that did not help either. And, uh, of course, he's beating himself up even more. He says, I'm the reason that this is happening, that All Might dropped the bottle. 
And uh, but now they're both at the same scene, but they're at different parts of the crowd, and so they haven't seen each other. Um, and uh, we start to see also Midori and All Might say out loud or in their heads that they're both to blame. They're both worthless. And so we kind of see that, hey, you know what? Midori and All Might have somewhat similar personalities. And we'll see more about that later. Um, and then, you know, to make things even worse, Midori realizes it's Bakugo who the villain has. And uh, man, and then we get such a cool scene, the best part of the episode. And, and really, it's again, in my opinion, one of the best scenes of the whole series is at the very, very beginning. And then without hesitations, he drops his journal, which I think is like symbolism of like all the overthinking, all of the journaling, all of the times, all the dreaming, all everything was in that journal, everything he's passionate about. And he drops it and runs into battle saying, that you know what like it's time it's time to live out this purpose it's time to run into the fray into the he's like he's going to save his friend regardless of the cost and that's what a hero does doesn't think about the cost doesn't think about how it's going to benefit them they're only thinking about the person that is in need and that's exactly what Midori is is doing in this moment and he starts running and then man like you hear the awesome soundtrack behind it and like you know if you maybe you're like me the first time you start getting the chills of like man like what is like what is about to happen you know that type of thing and and we hear his thoughts again he says he says why am i running i can't stop um and uh then he says what would a hero do and then he we get a quick uh thing about you know pay he says page 20 something and so he throws his backpack and even though he's quirkless he's not thinking about man i'm quirkless i can get hurt but he's only thinking of like i need to save my friend i need to save Bucko, no no matter the cost no matter what is going to happen to me and of course Bakugo says why are you here and <laughs> and of course is being already mean to him and Midoriya, <laughs> I love his honesty. He's like, I don't know why. I just started running, and uh, which is funny, but because that's exactly what he did. Um, but I love that. Um, not only in that moment where he's helping him, we get a quick montage of everyone uh, saying, "No, you can't be a hero." I mean, it's just so quick. No, you can't be a no, you can't be a hero. And and uh, and maybe this is back. Pedaling, but I want to say this too. And like as he's running, everyone it does that quick montage. He's like, "You can't be a hero. You can't do this." And uh, but regardless of the cost, he ran in there. Um, and because of that, it we see that Midori is willing to give up everything, willing to give up his life in that moment. That forces all the heroes to move. And even though they're saying like, "You're stupid, kid. What are you doing that for?" and and uh, all that, but we also see All Might. And he's saying to himself, or maybe out loud as well, that pros are always, I wrote it down, that pros are always risking their lives. That's a true test of a hero. And then we get the classic All Might Detroit smash. And, uh, you know, and, and the way they film it, of they kind of have this scene of, of the showing All Might or whoever's punching, they show their face, and then like the massive uh, right hook um after that is such a classic thing for the show and uh and which is funny because we're going to see it a lot but it kind of never gets old because of the soundtrack and what's happening in the story and which is so interesting because if you think about the fight like that's just one punch but because of that one punch so much is happening it just means a lot more and it kind of makes it 
epic. And All Might doesn't say Texas smash. He says Detroit smash this time. Uh, and not only the punch was so powerful, it blew away the villain and Bakugo save, but <laughs> and kind of corny-ish, but I still loved it regardless. It changed the weather, and everyone was freaking out about that. Like, oh, wow, All Might's so powerful. He changed the weather. And uh, But really, if it wasn't because of Midoriya, he wouldn't have, at being inspired by Midoriya, that he wouldn't have uh, pushed past his limit, if you will, to save Bakugo because he thought he had nothing left, that he couldn't do it, but he was inspired to go past, to to go beyond, if you will, uh, as the show says, to save him. Uh, and so then the next scene, the heroes get onto Midoriya, rightfully so, because that was extremely dumb. Um, and uh, we see Bakugo, and he looks at Midoriya, and he looks at him not with like thank thankfulness, but still angry. Bakugo's still got some issues. Um, and I wrote it down. It's like a few hours later. It looks like it's at dusk. It's it's getting dark. Um, and uh, Midori's walking by himself and saying, like, you know, what a crazy day and everything. And then Bakugo runs up to Midoriya and still says, regardless of trying to save his life, pro- clearly proving to him that, hey, I'm your friend and I care about you. Uh, he says that, you know, you're still worthless and you won't measure up to anything and I don't owe you anything. And then <laughs> Bakugo walks away really weird. And I don't, I didn't remember that scene. So it made me laugh. Uh, and Midoriya, you know, basically I, I love his response. Not like, bro, like, man, why do you hate me so much? But he's like classic Bakugo, you know, just accepts him. That's just who he is right now. Like he just doesn't like me for whatever reason. Um, and then as he's, uh, and he says, you know, well, you know, maybe Bako isn't completely wrong. Like, there's not much I could do. And then all of a sudden, Midori turns around and All Might appears. Um, and, uh, you know, Midori asks him, like, hey, like, how did you were able to get away? He's like, I stand for justice, not sound bites. And then with the triumph music, and then <laughs> then he goes back to his normal weakened state, and the blood goes everywhere. And so it just made me laugh again. Surprisingly, how someone could cough up blood and, and they make it funny. Um, but then All Might says, the thing, the words to Midoriya that he's been wanting to hear his whole life. That it was because of this quirkless boy who jumped into action and inspired him to act. And then heroes, and he says this line, which I thought was so good. He says, heroes start to move on their own. And regardless, they can't. it's like they can't control their bodies, but they start to move. And he says, Midoriya, that that is what you were and that you are a hero. And he says, young man, you too can become a hero. And we see Midoriya just get clearly emotional. Um, and uh, so, you know, not only is he hearing, hey, the, the one thing he wanted to hear his entire life into this point is like, you can become a hero, like you were a hero, but he's hearing it from the person that he idolizes, he worships the most. And uh, so what a moment for Midoriya. But then we say the line, we hear the line, young man, you too can become a hero. Uh, and then it pans out, and we hear Midori's voice says, Oh, by the way, this is a story of how I become the world's greatest hero in credits. And you're like, what? Like, how is he going to become that he doesn't have a quirk? What's about to happen? And, you know, you want to watch the next episode right then because you want to see what happens. And, man, what a great um episode this was of just already in episode two of just the themes of the show and uh, and I know superhero stuff is so popular right now and with all that but I think man even 
my hero has such a unique take on it and uh, really instead of looking at like man look how great it is that um people can do this with all their powers but it focuses for the premise of the show is like why you're a hero like why you jump into action and why you should care for people and why you should not count the cost or not think about yourself but but focus on the problem focus on someone ahead of you is because those are themes that that you can apply to your your life as well and uh you know no one in this life is running around with crazy hero-like abilities but the heart of being a hero is something that we can all have and uh this show does such a good job of setting that tone setting that premise first before anything else in the show and it just makes it really really great to watch and the characters are good so but to close out i hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, my hero interview as we talk through season one episode two i hope Maybe if you're rewatching this again, that you're enjoying this recap with me and everything. This is a new thing um, and uh, something that I've never done solo podcasting really before. So I hope that you're bearing with me for all the ums and ums and the pauses as well. So, but I, I, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode and I will see you guys next week where I will see you on Thursday for the Friends Don't Lie podcast avatar interview. So I hope you guys are doing well and I will see y'all next week. Thank you.